So make yourself comfortable in preparation for meditating. Let go of all those thoughts about other things. Just be present. Just come right into this space right here and now. Take a deep breath. Relax your body. begin by just being fully aware where you are right now. And one of the wonderful things about right now is that you have no burdens or responsibilities related to anything else. The only thing you're responsible for right now is being here. Nothing to plan, nothing to worry about, nothing else to do. Perhaps there's a feeling of freedom and some joy just in that thought. So, with your body comfortable, your eyes closed, allow yourself to be fully aware of this present moment. This is not a doing, it's an allowing. Just allow yourself to be aware of your body, of your mind, of the room. Aware of sounds, aware of sensations. Be aware of the movements of your attention. Be in a relaxed, open state of awareness, noticing how, allowing everything to be there, noticing how your attention will move from one thing to another. while remaining fully aware of anything and everything that is present. Gently redirect your attention to bodily sensations, 
any kind of bodily sensations. Let your attention move where it will. But being aware of anything and everything, just gently restrict attention to sensations occurring on or within the body. If you discover tension anywhere in the body, let go of it. Pleasant sensations anywhere in the body, allow your attention to dwell on them for a moment. Enjoy the relaxed stillness of the body. If the mind goes to something else, just bring the attention back to sensations of the body. You're not responsible for the movements of the attention, just for redirecting the attention back to the body. Notice how you can become aware of sounds and still be attending to sensations in the body. Sometimes attention will go to a sound, but it need not. You can be aware of external sounds while the attention remains focused.
And as you observe sensations in the body, obviously most prominent are going to be those sensations related to the breath. So, gently redirect your attention to sensations related to the breath, any sensations related to the breath, any or all. Continue to be aware of other bodily sensations, just as you are aware of external sounds, while attention explores sensations specifically related to the breath. Perhaps you're aware of a comfortable, relaxed stillness of the body. Go ahead and direct your attention to that for a moment. In particular, notice its pleasant qualities. And now go back to observing the sensations of the breath. Anything else that happens, any other thought that comes, just let it be. Let it happen. The only doing is that you are going to bring your attention gently back to sensations of the breath. And remember at this point, any sensations of the breath. Let attention freely move. Abdomen, chest, nose, wherever, 
may become aware of a little tension somewhere in the body. If that happens, direct your attention to it, let go of it, relax, and bring your attention back to the breath. Now gently direct your attention to the sensations of the breath in the vicinity of the nose. You may continue to be aware of other breath sensations, and if so, that's fine. Just like sounds, just like other bodily sensations, let that awareness continue. But focus your attention on the sensations produced by the movement of the air in and out of your nostrils. Notice when the in-breath begins and notice when it ends, likewise with the out-breath. Notice when it begins and when it ends. Specifically, notice when the sensations caused by it arise and when they pass away. Follow the cycle of the breath. Try not to miss any part of it. Follow it 
as the air enters and leaves the nostrils, those sensations specifically. Notice how there continues to be an awareness of sounds and other bodily sensations, even as the attention is focused on the cycle of the breath at the nose. the body relaxed and comfortable still? If so, that should be a part of your awareness. What is the state of your mind? Be aware of the state of your mind, even as your attention continues to follow the sensations of the breath. may become aware of subtle, rapid movements of your attention to some of these other things. That's fine. Be aware of it.
beware of the pleasantness in your body, as you sit. Be aware of the peacefulness in your mind as your attention follows the sensations of the breath. Perhaps there's a certain contented, joyful happiness just sitting here, observing the sensations of your breath, while being aware of the world, your body, and the mind. Enlarge the focus of your attention to include your abdomen. So now you're following the sensations of the breath at your nose and at your abdomen at the same time. This may seem very natural to do. Shift the focus of your attention to the sensations at the abdomen. Let the sensations at the nose become a part of that background awareness. Notice in particular the sensations that mark the beginning of the in-breath and the end of the in-breath the beginning of the out-breath and the end of the out-breath. 
any other thought or sensation that intrudes, just gently let go of it. Bring the attention back to the sensations of the breath. Whenever things like this happen, not your problem. All you need to do is, when you become aware of it, bring your attention back. And enjoy the stillness of the body, the calmness of the mind, the pleasure, joy, and happiness of just sitting here. Just being here. Your attention should go to some external sound. What's important is that you're aware of it. You're aware of what's going on in your mind, which allows you to redirect your attention. Expand your awareness once again so that you're observing the sensations in the breath of the breath both in the abdomen and in the chest. Let your attention explore all of these different sensations.
Continue to be aware of the, of the calm, relaxed stillness of your body, the peacefulness of your mind as you observe these sensations. And now tighten up your, the focus of your attention a little bit so that now you're focused fully on the sensations of the breath in the chest. Let those abdominal sensations be part of the background awareness. Note the sensations that mark the beginning and end of the in and out breath, the beginning and end of each breath. pause as each breath cycle ends before the next one begins. Expand your awareness once again, this time to include your shoulders and your upper arms. Explore the sensations in the chest, shoulders, and upper arm. In particular, being aware of any sensations that happen to change with the breath. sensations that arise and pass away with each in and out breath.
Are you still aware of the relaxed, pleasant sensations in the body? The sense of presence, the background awareness of sounds outside? You can focus your attention on one thing and be aware of these other things at the same time. Are you aware of a peacefulness in your mind as you do this? Relaxed happiness, alertness. Allow attention to check in on bodily sensations. Relax anywhere there's any tension. Notice where there's any pleasure. And then come back to the sensations of the breath in the chest, the shoulders, and the upper arm. Tighten up your focus of your attention a little bit again. This time, it's the shoulders and the upper arms that you want to be primarily paying attention to. Let the awareness of sensations in the chest become part of the background, along with the sensations in the abdomen and the nose. And really carefully examine those sensations and the shoulders and the upper arms that change with Follow the breath with these sensations. Notice the sensations that mark the beginning and end of each in and out breath. Perhaps they're more subtle, but as you observe them, they become clearer. Now expand your awareness again so that include the chest, the chest, the upper arms and the shoulders. 
You put a little smile on your face now. Just a little gentle smile. And follow the breath in your chest, shoulders, and upper arms. Expand your awareness to include the abdomen. You can do this. be aware of all these sensations. You can pay attention to all of these sensations at once. You can follow the breath in your entire upper body, your torso, upper arms, shoulders, abdomen, chest. Feel the satisfaction, the joy begin to arise. Expand your attention to include the sensations of the nose again. Follow the breath with your attention taking in this much larger area. And even as you do so, be aware of your body, be aware of the world outside, be aware of your own mind, be relaxed at ease.
enjoy it. Thoughts may arise, but if they do, notice, do you really want to be bothered by them? Or do you just want to leave them be? be in the flow of these sensations that you're observing. Each new in-breath, the opportunity to practice following the sensations of the whole breath cycle. To practice being aware of them in multiple areas at once. And if you miss something, it doesn't matter. It'll be another breath cycle to follow. Now gently bring your focus back to the sensations around the nose as the air enters and leaves.
let everything else become part of the background awareness. And attend to every subtle nuance of the sensations of the breath coming in, the pause, the breath going out, the next pause, and then the repetition. Put that little smile on your face. If it slipped away, time to bring it back. Perhaps there's a little discomfort in some part of your body, but notice the other parts of your body that are still at ease, relaxed, pleasantly still.
Well, how was that? Anybody have any comments? Yes. Um, my main issue seems to be build up of PD mm-hmm. and like kind of around this area. And traditionally, I'm already sort of fourth or fifth jhana mm-hmm. deal with it. So I was trying to work with it, staying in first jhana. Did all kinds of interesting things, but I was wondering about your comments about that topic. Well. <clears throat> When you say PT, you, what what are you referring to specifically? Uh, specifically, it feels like uh, joy that arises in my body that has nothing to do with body, bodily sensations. And it's not like, golly, my skin feels so nice in the air. It's not that kind. It's just like, whoa. And then... And my jaw on the back of my neck are fairly tight. Mm-hmm. So you let go of those sensations when you feel the tightness? Let go of the sensations of tightness? Not possible at this time. Okay. And if I associate it with some other sense of bodily sensation, it increases the PD. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is how I'm describing it. I may be wrong, but you know, I go to like uh, my feet or my toes or something, and, and it intensifies. As compared to if you direct your attention at the throat and jaw where you feel Well, the two places I found that seemed to be most beneficial was I started just letting myself go to dullness. And I have no idea, that was sort of the end, I have no idea what that was, but it felt helpful. The other was I would open, I opened my eyes and I would let the interaction between the color of your book and my internal self you know, just kind of cycle. Okay, well, when you start having feelings of PD in the body of any kind, the best thing to do is to just, you have a meditation object, like in this meditation, it was these sensations of the breath that I was guiding here, is to put all of your attention there. Let, let those PT sensations, they're just part of the background, and just leave them as part of the background. If they become so intense that they keep drawing your attention away, then take them as a meditation object until that intensity fades. Uh, Ultimately, all of this PT, it's when PT is incomplete and interrupted that it produces these disturbing sensations. This is definitely interruption. Yeah. And so what you need to do is just, uh, it's to continue practicing uh, in a a single-pointed way until there's enough unification of mind that PT arises fully. And when PT arises fully, all of these disturbing sensations uh, fade away. And you have really... uh, Well, there's an energy of PT with self which eventually comes to be perceived as disturbing when you're ready to let it go. But um, but the first stage of refinement is it, it just becomes, it becomes really nice. It becomes enjoyable to have this PT. So it hasn't, PT hasn't fully risen as long as you're having disturbing sensations 
uncomfortable sensations, distracting sensations as a part of it. Okay. And then the other thing is, I was looking at you and I thought, well, I'm going to try what you look like you're doing, <laughs> which is putting your head back. And that completely shifted everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering about your comments about well, you, how you put your head back. I, I don't put my head back. It goes back. Uh, my my body takes on certain. I've noticed this takes on certain positions that correspond to what what I'm doing at a particular time. But I just let it happen. I don't do it. But yeah, if you deliberately move your head one way or another, you'll notice that it certainly changes. It changes things. Changes yeah. things. Yeah. So when I, you know, as I was guiding you, I was allowing strong feeling of, of joy to come, but not, you know, I wasn't, it was just, it was just a strong feeling that was there in the background. And, uh, yeah, when I, when I do that, usually my head sort of tips to one side, I guess it might tip backwards as well. Yeah. But, but it's not, whatever happens with you will be unique to you. It's not going to be the same as me. I found it very helpful, the whole the whole um, guided meditation. Yeah, it was it helped um, it helped keep a center. It helped keep focus. It helped a lot. So mm -hmm. that was really useful. Okay. Yes. As at, in the beginning of the meditation, it seemed relatively easy to follow your suggestions. And as the meditation went on, I got more distractions and was it, it took my, my attention went to my breath at shorter intervals and the distractions that rose up tried to offer more urgency in, in directing my attention away from them and and it got harder. But at no point could I identify why it got harder. So I guess my question is, why did it get harder, or is that unimportant? Well, let's just examine what, when you say it got harder, in what way did it get harder? What? Well, you... There was, in the beginning, exactly what you suggested that we do, watch the breath, feel the pleasant sensation. Mm -hmm. And as the, uh, and then you'd fall away from that and come back, all away from that and come back, and and then you made the suggestion. Well, you can be good at this, and I'm saying, yeah, let's let's yeah, let's be good at this. And still, the interval of intentionality got shorter and shorter, and the intervals of distraction at either side of it got more clanging, more intense, more urgent, more not having to do with what you'd said earlier about um, just, just not being, no longer being captivated by your, your object of meditation. It was as though there was, it was as though there was something else working against me. Okay, and, and there is. Other parts of your mind are working against you. <laughs> but, uh, okay, let's look. So, what, what you're saying, I just want to examine this in more. A distraction comes along. Now, are, is that distraction there at the same time as you are following the sensations of the breath? 
have you forgotten what you were doing due to the distraction, or is it just two things happening at once? Well, uh, some of each. Yeah, I, I, there were times when I got lost completely. There were times when I knew I was lost, but I could still see my object over here in the corner. It, but as the meditation wore on, I, I tended to be more lost. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, and and the the I was almost recaptivated by the clearness that the urgency to attend to something else was entirely fake. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it was still there. And I, mm-hmm. you know, no, no, I want to go back to this. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so I kind of got lost in my getting lost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I'd go back to the meditation when you brought me back to it mm-hmm. and say, and now pay attention to this for a little while. And like I say, I've never really observed before today that my interval of distractions get wider and my interval of attention gets shorter over the span of a longer meditation. And I wondered if that, you know, what's making it harder? Well, I'm not sure. So by harder, you mean the fact that, that the tendency for distraction is coming more frequently and lasting longer. Okay, that's what I was, that's what I want to know. Um, why that was what, why that was happening this one? I'm not sure, but can you can you interpret your experience in terms of your mind consists of there's really multiple minds inside okay. your head, and they're not all wanting to do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's really what the, this this is a mind that is not unified because there's different parts of it that want to do different things, want to go in different directions. Yes, right. it's not unified. It's more not unified at the end than it was. At the and it was yes, it's more not in your case this time. It was more ununified at the end than it was in the beginning. That's unfortunate. I'm not sure exactly why that is, but. The idea of what we're doing, the only thing that, you know, the, the, the sense of you as a doer uh, can actually do is to formulate an intention and then to redirect the focus of your attention whenever you become aware it's not where you want it to be. Okay? Now, the, the mind's really tricky. A distraction comes up. And you decide to ignore that distraction and bring the attention back to the breath. But then some third factor comes in that wants to have a big discussion about the whole thing. And that becomes the real distraction. The one that you let go of, that was was just a a decoy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the real distraction was was the, the thinking about, well, this is hard to do, I, I, you know, this other distraction's attractive, and I'm having to force myself to go back, and all that. that was the real distraction. So, so really all I'm going to be able to say is, it got harder because I have gremlins in my head. Well, what you have to, well, we all have gremlins, what, all we, what we all have are heads full of gremlins. <laughs> yeah. 
And so you be patient. You don't worry about these things that are happening. You just keep doing doing the one simple thing that you can do, just bringing your attention back. I'm not sure why you had the particular experience. Expectations can be a part of it. You know, if you if you start off a meditation with expectations, then then those expectations can work uh, work against you. So I don't know if that's what happened or not. Yeah. It's just strange. Yeah, it's just strange, right? Guess Tucker. Uh, so I was having this experience of uh, when I would kind of get into what I was focusing on and lose. Uh, the other stuff, the sense of like panic, you know, of, uh, uh, like a, uh, you know, oh, I gotta move my legs right now, I gotta stretch my back right now, like a, a, a really reactive uh, uh, reaction <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to to kind of getting absorbed in it. Um, wh- what do you do with something like that? Do you just keep trying it? Like when you have this sudden thought that, oh, I've got to move my leg, hands up. That's what you're asking, what do you do? Uh, no, sorry, I guess I'm describing well. It's like a, like a reaction or a panic at, uh, it feels like I'm about to go someplace. And then mm-hmm. huge reaction, panic against going someplace that, you know, I, I shouldn't do that right now. And, and it manifests as, you know, some task that I have to do right now that I actually don't. Um, be aware of it and, and and try to go back to continuing with what you're doing. And uh, It's very tempting to try to do something about it, but it's actually more productive just to let it be. Beth? For me, um, <clears throat> when those distractions, particularly the physical sensations. One that I've had that having these days, but I was having a very, very strong sensation of tickling in the back of my throat, excruciating of get so strong. Um, and this is this is my understanding of it. This is my story. And it is that it is on some level frightening to go to this deeper unknowing place Mm -hmm. and that there's part of me and it's a protective part of me Mm -hmm. that distracts me as a protection yes and that it's a gentle thing and it's a thing that it's not it's so that i can sort of accept that and i've had to do what you suggested it was so strong i couldn't leave it in the background i had to go and put all of my attention on it and uh, let it rise to the peak Mm -hmm. of excruciating discomfort, and then it it went away. But I see it as as a protection, not as some distracting thing that some other part of my brain is trying to pull me away. I mean, I I like to give it more of a um, protective, helpful uh, function. That's how I experience it. Right, that's, yeah, yeah. And and that's good. You know, uh, all of these parts of your mind that are going to provide resistance to one degree, they're not all capricious, you know. As a matter of fact, what you could really probably assume is that part of your mind thinks it's doing what's best and most appropriate, you know, at, at the time.
Um, what I was really, my objective was for you to to gain some familiarity with the your ability to move attention, to expand and contract attention, uh, the fact that you can increase the scope of your attention and maintain that enlarged content with a high degree of clarity, vividness. So, and that's what I'm hoping that you were discovering. And then also that you would notice the interaction between the background awareness and the uh, content of attention. And the, the relationship between them is interesting. Um, when you become very focused on the content of attention, you tend to lose more background awareness, but you don't have to. That only happens if you're not, if you don't realize that it's something that you'd rather not have happen. And so, uh, you know, I, I would be, I'm first encouraging you to be aware of all of these sensations related to the breath in sometimes a, a larger and expanded area. And then I'm, I'm, then I'm redirecting you to notice the sensations in your body, notice external sensations and things like that. So that I was hoping that in that moment you might become aware to any degree that, oh, I kind of lost that awareness, but I don't have to lose that awareness. I can, I can sustain it. I can keep it there and let it be. Uh, also, when we went back to the breath at the, very, at the nose at the very end, I was hoping you might have noticed how much clearer, sharper, vivid, more intense that perception was compared to when you first started out with the sensations of the breath of the nose. Yeah. Um, there's two things. Um, first off, the, the, the guided meditation really helped. I agree. It helped, uh, especially with dullness, to kind of um, bring the bigger the bigger scope of what mm -hmm. we're doing back into perspective. But uh, one of the things I noticed that was interesting was um, this tendency when the, the energy in the body started to arise, uh, to go to this place, start verbalizing um, gentle, gently. And it was something I realized I had internalized from retreat um, a while back when I was going through this a lot. Um, so I was offering that. I, I don't know so much verbalizing it would help people, it helped me, but that can be kind of a slippery slope, but it was because that became so entrained that it didn't, it wouldn't turn into spitting off on discursive thought. It was just a nice reminder to kind of release and allow it to rise versus getting really excited around it. Um, uh, and the other thing is kind of just a, a very, I guess it's just kind of opening up a question. Uh, it was something that Patricia brought up that uh, it's been a block for me, which is um, going into these uh, these absorptions and these kind of finer and finer states. The loss of that discursive thought and the kind of analytical thinking component of the mind is really threatening to me. And um, it's totally... It's the part of it's the part that I most identify with, um, and so one of the things that I was going to offer, but I was also going to kind of open it up to ways of working with this, is uh, as I've noticed, I've been trying to notice more throughout the day and in meditation, 
because the feeling is is that I'm giving up something that's solid and real to go into this place, and I'm kind of losing myself in the process. And so part of it, and this I guess this plays to how we should be practicing anyway, is to notice that that that, that self, notice when that self is really flimsy and how kind of sporadic its arising is, so that it doesn't feel like something that's constant that I'm losing, but something that was never really constant, <laughs> and that it's so it's not really that big of a transition. Mm -hmm. So I just, it's something I realized has been a huge block for me, and I think still is. Yeah, there's a lot of attachment to our, those familiar discursive thought processes, the, you know, analyzing and thinking and yakety yak inside. Uh, that's why, to counteract that, you know, it, to, to take a different perception of those, oh, this is peacefulness, oh, this is, this is calm, this is beautiful, this is relaxed, this is easy, this, you know, so that. So that you, it's not it's not that you're losing the familiar thought processes that you identify yourself with, but that you're that you're gaining uh, uh, a sense of peacefulness and, uh, and happiness, of relaxed, of being at ease. But yeah, we'll, you, you'll find what you're attached to. It won't be the same for everybody, but you're going to find what you're attached to. And you're going to find what, where that resistance comes up, whatever form it takes. And it may take a while, but the, uh, you may not recognize exactly what it is at first, but it'll keep coming up and you'll have lots of opportunity. <laughs> um, it's just being aware of it. You don't need to analyze it. You don't need to try to figure it out. If you just allow yourself to be aware of it while it's there and while you continue to do the practice, the, the recognition and understanding of what it is, is is going to become clear to you, and then it will become much easier to let go. So. Yes? Um, going back to something you were talking about last night, I was wondering, how do you determine the difference between uh, whether you're in a trance or you're in a deep meditative state? Well, Can you repeat your question? <laughs> yes, how do you determine whether you're in a trance or a deep meditative state? Uh, there is a subjective quality of, of clarity, of being really, really alert and aware that uh, will be there unless you're in it. If you're in a trance, what's happened is that there's a kind of dullness developing. And it makes it easy to, to stay in a particular state, but you know that it, there isn't that vivid quality of really being fully conscious. Well, could you work through that dullness, and it would be, become, um, or if you go back, back and forth between the two, um, and is, is that sort of? Well, it's, yeah, it is. The best way is to detect that dullness in, as soon as it starts to develop, because that's when it's easiest to counteract. When, if, if you've already got to a state where uh, the dullness is strong and it's kind of a trance like, you know, uh, some people will, you'll hear people say, I've often had people in class say, you know, uh, 
or that was a good meditation. I don't know where I went, but I was gone. That's the trance-like dullness. And you can sit there uh, and, you know, uh, uh, an hour's meditation passes like nothing, but it's, you know, you're not really there. And you don't want to do that. And the, it's really hard to change that when you're in that state. And, you, and if you do that very often, your mind will tend to gravitate towards that state. Because it's a really easy way to pass the time between when you sit on the cushion and when the bell rings. It, it, it. So your mind will tend to do that, you know, go into sort of a suspended state. Uh, and, and so what you need to do is you need to practice being aware of dullness entering into, uh, into your meditation as early as possible and then rousing yourself out of it, bringing yourself back to a state of vividness and clarity. Okay. Hmm? I liked, I mean, I've never had a problem with dullness, so mm-hmm. I'm not working from that direction. I think yeah. what, one of the things I discovered was that uh, the vividness and so forth can be seasoned a bit with a little dullness. Well, as a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> you know, just yeah. Despite the beginning of dullness, it seemed like a really. The, the, the best way to. place and very un American. The, <laughs> <laughs> the best way to season it is to. It's a sort of stepping back into a meta-awareness where you're, you have this larger awareness of, of the mind itself and what's going on, where you're observing the mind as the mind observes a meditation object. Because the, uh, when you're observing the sensations of the breath, for example, sometimes they can become so intense, they're almost painfully intense. When that happens, then... Uh, you, you, you don't need to stay that focused. You can kind of step back and take a larger view, and it will ease that off quite a bit. It's good to have that degree of vividness and intensity, but use it, I, let's put it this way, it's good to have that power of consciousness present, but use that to enhance the awareness component rather than having it all crammed into the focus of your attention. Okay? But we have we do have to be careful of, of dullness. And there's a difference. There's the pleasant there's a pleasant stability to dullness. You know, not I'm not talking about the deep, strong dullness, drowsiness, uh, things like that. I'm talking about a sustained, subtle dullness that makes it really easy to sit there and just kind of space out until the bell rings. And uh, you, you don't want to, you want to be fully alert. You want to be fully present. As you want to be much more fully conscious than normal. You don't want to go the other direction. And so you need to watch out for that. And when you find your mind slipping in, into uh, dullness to sharpen up your your perception. Intensify the focus of your attention until the dullness disappears and then enlarge your uh, the, the background awareness as well. The more you can remain, the more you can sustain this background awareness, the less likely are you are to slip into dullness. 
the more focused you become, you know, the uh, on on some narrow little thing, then the easier it is for this dullness to develop. But if you find it's there, sometimes intensifying what you're focusing on can be the most immediate antidote to it. And then, but from, that needs to be followed up by, you know, expanding your awareness. Because otherwise you'll just go right back into dullness again. No, my question really was more about the definition because I think I've experienced that, but I, that's not essentially what I'm mm-hmm. experiencing, but yeah. I'm still understanding the term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the definition. It, it's it's trance-like. The, the, the less mindful awareness there is, the more dullness there is, then the more trance-like it is. And the more mindfulness, mindful awareness is present and the less dullness there is, then, then the more it is the kind of uh, meditative state that we're really wanting to achieve. Okay? Okay, well... What we'll what we what we'll move on to after lunch in the afternoon is we'll we'll do experiencing the whole body with the breath practice, uh, where you start exploring different areas of your body with your attention, becoming really clear on the sensations that are present, and asking yourself whether or not any of these are sensations that change or are related to the breath. And then we'll begin, sort of like we did this this morning, adding these areas together and seeing if we get to the place of uh, actually experiencing the whole body of the breath simultaneously. Uh, this, maybe you noticed it this morning, that because you were trying to monitor much more sensory information at one time, there's not as much room for extraneous thoughts to come in. The mind is not quite so likely to go and listen to the jet airplane flying overhead or the dogs barking next door. You'll be aware of those, but the attention doesn't move in pursuit of them. So we'll, we'll continue... We'll, We'll see if we can draw closer to uh, the entering a, a, a jhana of full body awareness this afternoon. We'll take an hour's break now for lunch, and we'll come back at one thirty.